Blog Talk Radio. program now in its 11th year my name is Claire Candy Huff and my name is also Angel Ariel as I had an angelic walk-in experience in January 11th of 2003 welcome back to my regular listeners and my followers it's lovely to be in your energies once more and oh my gosh uh, the switchboard just lit up lots of people calling in today um, for those who have found the um, Angel Healing House Blog Talk Radio Show and found me for the first time, let me share a little bit about myself. Um, through my full-time business, which is Angel Healing House, I created this business in 2003. I'm a Reiki master teacher. I've taught hundreds and hundreds of Reiki practitioners, master teachers around the world. I'm an intuitive counselor, channel, clairvoyant, tarot card reader, and I am the author of several number one Amazon international best-selling books. To purchase my award-winning books in print, please do visit either my website, which is angelhealinghouse.com, and Angel Healing House is all one word, or in print or ebook. please do visit um, Amazon. Um, and uh, if you are one who likes to listen to uh, audiobooks, um, two of my um, award-winning books are um, on Audible, and they can be purchased and downloaded there. So I'd like to send a big thank you to all those who have made donations to my PayPal account for my weekly free content. If you'd like to make a donation, I've left my PayPal link in the description box down below. And if you'd like to book a very in-depth, personalized, individualized angel reading for yourself, I do have also gift certificates you could purchase for another person, or um, healing, Reiki healing sessions, intuitive counseling, all of that uh, information is in the description box below. And you can always call Angel Healing House on 831-277-3716. And do remember that that's Pacific Standard Time as we are in beautiful Santa Monica, California. Now, I see lots of people. One, two, three, four, five, six. Oh, my gosh, it's too many to count. Um, uh, 
I do take the callers in uh, in order. So let me see, one, two, three, four, five, six. So, so far, um, uh, 519 is going to be up first, then 951. Then we have 415, 417, 519, and 718. Um, if you would like to call in for a free mini angel reading, I've given away thousands upon thousands of readings um, in the uh, 11 years, 11 years now that I've been, uh, I've been on Blog Talk Radio. If you would like to receive a free mini angel reading, please do call in on 646-716-6794. But let's start as we do every week by looking into the astrological heavens to see what planetary energies will be affecting us. And oh, by the way, I start picking up calls about 20, 25 minutes past the hour. Now, firstly, how did you feel during the new moon eclipse on April 30th? Well, I felt very floaty and hit with extreme sleepiness. And with this eclipse in Taurus, it does have us focusing on things like our security, safety, our foundation in the areas of money, careers, and relationships. And remember that relationships are not always romantic, but these can be career and business related. And while eclipses will eclipse something either into our lives or will get it out of our lives, this one comes with a wild card energy as it is beautifully aligned with Venus-Jupiter conjunction and it, prom- it promises that whatever is eclipsed in or eclipsed out, the unexpected developments will be very positive and wonderful. You know, I mentioned on my previous Angel Healing House Blog Talk Radio show that there are some who say that this eclipse is mirroring something that we created or brought forth in 2004 and will have the same energies. When I think back to 2004, I married my beloved twin flame Pete in November of 2013 and I moved up to his beach home from the Gold Coast. I moved to the Sunshine Coast in beautiful Queensland, Australia. And, um, and I had to reestablish my business. And when I reestablished it in two, uh, 2004, it caught on like wildfire and uh, it was just amazing how many people came to our home for to learn Reiki, for healing sessions, meditation nights, networking, uh, um, all the workshops I did, all of those things. So I'm hoping uh, for a big kaboom uh, this time around as, uh, as I hope it mirrors the same success that was experienced in 2004. But with this new moon eclipse being a north node eclipse, it's connected with our fated future. Something new comes in and changes the trajectory of our destiny. Yes, eclipses can push us out of our comfort zone, but if we seize these changes, they are life-changing as we can now create new karma. Now, my angelic family, who I am part of, we are called the Posse of Angels. We're saying that this will feel like an immensely lucky time as these changes move, these changes will bring in greater expansion and growth. And for some, validation, even fame and recognition as they step into their destiny. Many of us have waited lifetimes for what will be brought in during this month and during this May eclipse season. Then, in a few days' time, we have the second Mercury retrograde of the year, and this one will be in the sign of Gemini. It occurs right in the middle of the two eclipses. The second eclipse will be a total lunar eclipse in Scorpio, and that one happens on May 15th, 16th. Now, the Posse of Angels and I are hearing some of your thoughts, and some of you are saying, not another Mercury retrograde. And those responses may just be totally justified with the increased possibility of technology, complications, and communications breakdown. After all, things like emails getting lost in cyberspace and delays of our projects and computers and cell phones truly not cooperating in addition to people either not hearing what we're saying or misinterpreting our words it can be pretty darn frustrating. 
Yet this Mercury retrograde may be a welcome relief for many, with eclipse season bringing in rapid transformational changes into our lives. This Mercury retrograde will provide a much-needed time to catch our breath and process what has occurred, not only as individuals, but also as a conscious collective. For if there's one thing that we know for sure is that this time of life slowing down is important, and instead of holding us back and stopping us from moving forward, Mercury retrograde always is heralding a sign of the new coming in on the horizon, and it's actually giving us time and opportunity to make sure everything is prepared and ready for the arrival of those new opportunities to open up for us. Now, this Mercury retrograde, it does come at a perfect time, as many of us have felt an urge to create something new, writing a new book, starting a business, creating ways to share our gifts and talents with the world. And as so many of us have enlightened and awakened over the past two years, we now have a much wider audience to present our creative efforts to. Now, this Mercury retrograde is giving us that much-needed time to do all those re-words, rework, re-edit, review those efforts of ours and make it the best it can be before we launch it or submit it to publication out into the world. I just finished editing my fourth book for publication and hopefully uh, we'll have it available at the end of this year. But, you know, come to think of it, both of my previous books were improved, refined, and polished during Mercury retrogrades. And I can tell you from personal experience that once we do go back to redo and re-edit that which we already have done, no matter how painstakingly uh, arduous it is, we are so much happier with the final outcome. You know, there's nothing, absolutely nothing worse than having had the time to re-edit and rework something, not taking advantage of that time. And then when we present it to the world, we see grammatical errors. We see typos. Uh, we see things that perhaps we did not uh, you know, um, add to and, and put into the work. And we cringe and we go, oh, it could have been so much better. Um, and... Uh, you know, each book that uh, I put out, Pete and I review it and read it and go over it uh, sometimes eight, sometimes ten, sometimes twelve times, you know, each time looking for pronunciation. I mean, some, not grammatical, you know, is the grammar correct? Is the syntax correct? Are the, um, are the words spelled correctly? All of those things. And I can tell you the final pro project and the final publication, it sits well with both of us as it's a, a professional piece put out into the world. Now, I was recently asked by a client um, a specific question about a Mercury retrograde. She asked if she could launch a product during Mercury retrograde as she has completed it and is excited to launch it. As long as this is something that you have previously been working on, the answer is yes. For this important reason, the power and strength of the energies of the eclipse will give momentum to everything that we do, including the launch of our projects. Remember to follow your intuition, and if it feels right to launch it now, then launch away. But caution, even with the power of the eclipse energies, the Posse of Angels and I would advise, if possible, to wait to sign contracts until the end of Mercury retrograde, which is on June the 3rd. Now, the reason for this is because there's a heightened chance of miscommunication, as so much of the small print is either missed or we or other parties are not clear enough to thoroughly attend to dotting every I and crossing every T. And we know that life must go on, so if you must sign contracts during a Mercury retrograde, get a second or even a third pair of eyes to thoroughly go over them. Now, one aspect that I like about Mercury Retrograde is that people from the past pop back in unexpectedly, and this is a great time if it's a welcome reunion. But just be prepared for people from the past 
who may not be so well received to show up in your life. Now, this is especially true if there is still an issue that has not been put to rest and must be revised, revisited, and reviewed through forgiveness and unconditional love so that one can realign the energies back to wholeness. One of the greatest ways, uh, wholeness and peace, and one of the greatest ways that we can find uh, to have peace in our lives is to break away and consciously disconnect from two of the most soul-destroying agendas of the crumbling dark matrix, which is the perpetuation of judgment and competition. These were reinforced over and over again to take our attention off of looking for harmony, unity, acceptance, peace, and the similarities that we have as a human race instead of emphasizing our differences and keeping us separate through criticism, blame, and denigration. Just think about all those previous panel talk shows like Jerry Springer and Geraldo that pitted people against each other and produced and sent discordant, violent, warring energies out into the collective to feed and perpetuate negativity. This programming is so insidious and runs so deep that even the most spiritual of us don't even realize that some are perpetuating separateness and superiority. I recently watched a video of a spiritual teacher who shared that she is participating. She's been accepted to participate in an event of only high vibrational people and that they are only accepting those who are fifth dimensional as she is and others are in in this group and they do not want others. She shared that she does not have time and this was her words. I don't have time for those who are third and fourth dimensional. They are in their egos. They think that they're awake, but they are not. She went on to say that they're not in their heart space. They're just not a vibrational match to hers and the other high dimensional members of the group. Now, this spiritual teacher was then asked how one knows that they are in their heart space. Her first suggestion was to stop judging others. Her statement was completely contradictory to her previous rant about judging third and fourth dimensional people who were not welcome at an upcoming event. Her next suggestion to get out of judgment was to meet people where they are, something which her words and actions were disconnected from. It equated to spiritual elitism. We are not here just to preach to the choir, but to see everyone as divine with a special and unique purpose in their incarnation. Now for everyone who is on the earth plane and has decided to come back to help the world ascend, you are therefore a great avatar as um, each one of us is divine and of the highest consciousness. Otherwise, we would not have been chosen to be on the earth plane at this time. We see this in so many examples of great masters and avatars who have walked the planet. Take, for instance, Yeshua. Jesus knew of his connection to God, and he did not hold himself as superior or high vibrational. We see this when he washed the feet of the disciples, which was a direct display of his humility and his servanthood. In this way, it showed that life is about being of service and not a sought-after vibrational match. After another example was Siddhartha Gautama, who became Buddha, who was brought up in opulent palaces of extreme wealth with servants. And it was not until he escaped his palace and saw the suffering of others that he set off on a path of service to help bring others to peace back to love and enlightenment. And he did this through meeting people, all people, exactly where they were, which was perfection for their soul's development and progression. What helps greatly to truly not take on airs of superiority and elitism 
is to deeply understand that any person you meet is your teacher, a grand mentor who has come across your path to teach you something. Some of those invaluable lessons may just to be humble, be tolerant, uh, forgiving, or accepting of another person just as they are, as everyone is trying and they're doing their best in playing the human game. Many things that are best learned are learned in contrast for each and every one of us. Another example, how about the Ascended Master Kuan Yin? The story goes that she had enlightened to become an Ascended Master and was just about to leave her physical form and take up her new residence in the etheric realm when she heard the pleas of suffering and pain from people on the earth plane. And with her great compassion and mercy, she said, as long as there is one person still left on the earth plane who is suffering, then my place is here to comfort, to soothe, and help them to heal. You know, everyone, when I teach Reiki to my students, and I've been teaching Reiki uh, for 20, almost 20 years now, I share with them the story of the great master teacher, Mikao Usui, who, after he rediscovered Reiki and his ability to miraculously heal others, he didn't seek out those who were now as high vibrational as he was, nor did he only treat those of wealth and privilege. But purposely, he went into the beggar city in the slums of Kyoto, Japan, to help serve and to heal the beggars, to help them turn their lives around. To help us not to take on spiritual elitism or an air of superiority, the Posse of Angels and I wish to share that for years and years, no, decades upon decades and lifetimes after lifetimes of incarnations, the angels in our galactic benevolent family saw each and every one of us as divine, even with the deeply low vibrational actions and words and thoughts and lifestyles that we were choosing to live and not for one moment that they, they, did, they not, did they look down on us because we were not high vibrational enough nor a vortextual match to be in their group. They did not put conditions on the frequencies that we were holding. They just met us where we were. And they saw us as a divine reflection of God's light. The posse of angels and I we are suggesting that we do the same as the angels. You've been listening to me, Claire Candy Hoff, here on Angel Healing House Blog Talk Radio. Do remember that Angel Healing House Blog Talk Radio airs every week on Thursdays at 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. And if you'd like an in-depth very individualized, personal reading with myself and the Posse of Angels. Uh, you can book uh, through my website, which is angelhealinghouse.com. You'll find my other services there, intuitive counseling, past life uh, regressions to, um, to lift off blockages, ancestral healings. I also have twin flame energetic reconnection, whether your twin flame is on the earth plane or across the veil, where they can greatly help you find a love, find uh, uh, your joy, and find direction in your life. Oh, and um, um, so the website is angelhealinghouse.com, or you can call Angel Healing House on 831-277-3716. But without further ado, let's go to that long list of callers. Um, our first caller up is 519. You're on the line with Claire Candy Hoff and Angel Healing House Blog Talk Radio. Tell everybody your name and where you're from, 519. Oh, hi, Claire. It's Jennifer from Canada. Hi, Jennifer. What's happening in your world? Well, I'm going to a um, funeral on or well, memorial on um, Saturday. I'm wanting to get an angel, mini angel card reading around it. Okay. And I, is, I agree um, with I agree with everything you said about the um, the eclipse and being so tired. I was so tired. Oh my gosh! It's just uh, 
It just was, and, and I'm still feeling the effect. I'm still feeling the effect, believe me. Uh, the time between eclipses is, I'm just getting shivers all over, is a void. We feel, uh, some of us may feel despair. Some of us feel like, what's the point? Some of us may feel like, I, it's just, uh, I have, there's nothing left to give in the tank. And the, and the eclipses are there to strip us absolutely bare. So what is go, so to eclipse what no longer serves us out of our lives, and then to bring in that which is going to uh, be the fulfillment of our wishes for us to step onto a new path. And remember, it may come in a way that uh, that is unexpected. It may come in in a miraculous way but it will set our feet on our dharmic path. So this funeral that you're going to, did you know the person well? Uh, yeah, he was my uh, ex-brother-in-law. Okay. Oh, my gosh, the posse of angels are showing me a timeline going back, at, um, Jennifer, and they're saying that this was not your first rodeo together. Uh, you had, diff- you had uh, several um, different incarnations together, in which you came back, um, there was um, there was an underlying electricity there, uh, like uh, like almost a deja vu, um, and uh, you came together in other lifetimes, other you know, uh, in different guises to help each other grow, um, and uh, and you knew this, you knew this in this lifetime. There was something that was. Un, uh, uncanny about this relationship. So um, uh, there's this deep knowing within you. Don't you know funny? It's funny? It, it's, we had, like even though we weren't related, we have the exact same birthday. And we physically yes. resembled yeah. each other. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it was just, there was, all those things were uncanny. Uh, and then, you know, you try to say, well, you know, in the old days, you would call it a coincidence. But it was so synchronistic and so serendipitous that it's just like, no, it's, uh, it's something that goes much deeper than that. Um, uh, have you spoken, uh, spoken to him since he has crossed over? Um, a little bit, not very much. Okay. I'm just checking to see if he's in Spirit Hospital. Is he in Spirit Hospital? He, he went straight to um, he went straight to Spirit Hospital. They're saying uh, there were some things that uh, that he wasn't strong enough to uh, go over his life's review. So once he gets out of Spirit Hospital, you'll be able to hear him loud and clear. They're saying, especially with your amazing connection. Um, let's go to the cards and see what comes out. First card is the Emperor card. Um, uh, he, this is uh, the Posse of Angels is, are saying that this was his. Um, this was who he was. He was uh, very sure about himself. Um, he was very, uh, but he, but he couldn't. Uh, he couldn't always show it. He couldn't always show it, and that's what uh, that's what caused him a lot of grief in his life. Um, they're saying he was ahead of his time. Isn't that interesting? That he was like he was he was more awakened, um, but had to play a certain role or a certain game so that uh, so that he would appear to be <laughs> they're saying normal. You know, what is normal anymore as as we yeah. we've ascended so much. Um, the next card did he love? Did he did he do something with around water? Uh, I not that I know of. His brother, my ex husband, did, but uh, okay, not him that I know of. Okay, all right. Um, the, the next card is the is the temperance card, and this is. Um, uh, this is this is the the balancing the balancing or bringing back um, peace. They're saying um, uh, he will have a great deal of peace. Um, he won't spend very long in Spirit Hospital. They're saying um, he uh, 
because he was ahead of his time, he, you know, it's in, there is no time across the veil, but uh, he's going to spend very little time there. And the next card is coming out is, funnily enough, is the death card. Uh, but uh, in my deck, it just, my, my deck, it just shows a transformation. So all they're saying is uh, you may not be able to get a lot of information from him or feel totally connected, but wait until he gets out of Spirit Hospital. And you'll know. You'll know when he gets out of Spirit Hospital because the messages will be really loud and clear. So I hope that's been helpful for you. Thank you. And the temperance card, he did have a drinking and drug problem. Oh, there we go. Okay, maybe that's yeah. okay. That's why. That's why he's. That's that's why he's in spirit hospital, because yep. uh, any 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 kind of problems like that are because of emotional issues, and uh, yeah. and they're gonna they're gonna dry him out, and he's gonna be cocooned and and wrapped and sung to in the beautiful angelic language of light, and he's going to come good in a, to be able to go through this transition. So so I hope it's been helpful. Thank you a lot. Love you. Bye-bye. Okay, take care. Love you. Bye. Let's go to our next caller. We have 951. You're on the line with Claire Candy. Hoff, who am I speaking with, and where are you calling from? Hey, it's Nathaniel from California. Hello, Nathaniel. How are you doing? Okay, good. Good. What's your question today? Oh, I just uh, wanted to see what the angels are singing for the next couple months for me. Okay. All right. Um, they're saying, uh, have you uh, have you left a job? They're saying. Yes. Okay. I'm sorry, I didn't hear the end part. You left. Yes. Yes. Okay, all right. Uh, they're saying that uh, you're very fortunate and you're very blessed. Isn't that nice? Uh, that would be the absolute opposite of what many people uh, would think when they, they lose a job. Um, but uh, they're saying it wasn't, it wasn't the, uh, the, the best match for you. There was something very dishonoring. They're showing me, they're showing me a room with a lot of smoke uh, they're showing me, um, oh, they're showing me a lot of um, negative energies, and uh, one in particular with one of these jobs. Actually, both of these jobs were dishonoring. So they're saying um, uh, now, because we learn our best lessons in contrast, now you've learned not to compromise uh, and you know do something that your heart loves doing. And to say to the angels, I am ready to step up. I am ready to step into a job where I can be remunerated for my gifts and talents, the things that, um, that uh, I love doing, and, and I can be of best service. And I don't have to step down in any job that I do. So um, are, you, uh, are you currently looking for another position? Uh, you know, I've been doing Uber, and I've been doing deliveries, okay. and I do, uh, you know, sometimes I do rides, and then I give readings when I'm doing rides sometimes if people are really open. Okay, that's wonderful. Well, they're saying the, reading, the, the readings that you're doing, um, they're saying that really ignites your soul. It just does. And you've been an oracle. You've been, they're showing me that you've been an oracle in other lifetimes. And so this comes naturally and easy to you. So uh, one of their suggestions is that perhaps you could uh, go to some of uh, cafes in your area or in neighboring areas um, and, uh, and ask if uh, they are interested in having a tarot reader there uh, several times a week you know, or once a week or something like that. And then you would do a split with the owners of the cafe. Um, the former soul um, uh, of Claire Candy, um, who's in this body, uh, she owned a coffee shop, and uh, she and her partner had somebody there who read tarot. And uh, it was a great success. Um, and she was 
completely booked out, and people loved her. And uh, you know, uh, we I think we split it 50-50, or it was 60-40, or something like that. So that would be an idea where you could take your uh, your tarot and uh, go out and service the world. Let's go to the uh, cards and see what comes out. Uh, first card that's coming out for you is uh, the the Seven of Pentacles card. Now this is the card. Not, it's just not about planting your seeds uh, because this conversation we have today is going to plant the seeds of you getting out there. Uh, but it's, it's like um, uh, these seeds are within you and they need an opening. They need uh, an opening to germinate and to blossom. The next card that's coming out for you is the strength card. Is having the courage to take your tarot cards and to go out into the world and to share it with others. You could even go to a call up New Age shops and uh, ask if you could, uh, you know, uh, uh, if they need any psychic readers because things do change a lot. And the final card for you is the magician. You are, you are the magician. You are, and you have all the tools that you need. All you need to do is have the strength and courage to take it out into the world. So. I hope that's been helpful for you, Nathaniel. Hey, thank you so much. Have a good day. You too. Take care. Bye. Let's go to our next caller. We have 415. You're on the line with Claire Candy Hop. Tell us your name and where you're calling from. Uh, hi, this is Anne in New Mexico. Hi, Anne. How are you doing? What's happening in your world? Um. Yeah, I am uh, also looking for work, and so I don't, I can't really wait for Mercury retrograde to finish, you know. But it, but it's things I've kind of had in the works before that. But I just don't. I believe I'm the creator, the co-creator. So I think that trumps the whatever the planets are doing. Right. They, uh, they also want us to know that, yes, we are the creator of our reality, but uh, Mercury retrograde or, or not Mercury retrograde, there are some times where eclipses are not eclipses, but there are times where uh, we will purposely co-create ourselves being held back so, and especially during eclipse season, that we can be stripped down bare so that we get rid of our expectations, we get rid of our attachments, and that we open up to, uh, to the way that uh, God and the angels wish us to divinely. People wouldn't step on their dharmic path if something was just, uh, you know, the fulfillment of their egoic, I'm not saying that your wishes and your desires are egoic, but that their egos want, you know, and, or there's a certain way that things have to come in. So... Um, it's, uh, they're saying that you will have, you will have greater clarity um, towards the end of May. They're saying don't judge. Don't judge what's happening now as far as getting work and that kind of thing. Uh, huh. Because uh, the, they're, they're really saying the stars are not aligned. They're really, truly not aligned. After May 16th, onwards, then, uh-huh. uh, of course, keep opening yourself up. And they never really like to give dates or anything like that. Sure. But more, more towards the end of May, uh, and also, um, just, uh, just accept, accept, but at the same time, keep creating. Are there things right. that you are creating now? Are there things that you're creating now? Um, oh, yes, yeah. There, it's both. I mean, uh, I need an income, so it's both of a job and my own plan for something in the future. Right. I mean, yeah, right. It's, it's something. I need something now, and I'm also creating something I want to do myself in the future. Okay, all right, all right. And they're saying that there's no shame in putting food in our mouths and a roof over yes. our heads. That's what they're saying. So uh, they're, they're saying don't take something just because it's, uh, 
you know, um, it's the last, you know, it's just any job. But uh, there could be something that you're interested in where you're, I mean, I don't know, this just comes to mind. I'm not saying it's going to become available. I'm not a Cassandra yeah. or a fortune teller. But they're saying, right. you know, like a, like a working part-time retail in a, like a new age shop or something like that. Um, uh, I remember uh, I had a burgeoning business on the Sunshine Coast. Uh, and then suddenly spirit stuck under my nose at every turn uh, in the local paper that there was a new age shop that was opening up in the main mall on Sunshine Coast. And this was in Queensland, Australia. And I thought to myself, I, I, ha- I have a business and it's flourishing and why would I go here? They hounded yeah. me at every, every turn. <laughs> anyway, long story short is I worked there part-time maybe, uh, you know, four hours, maybe two, sometimes three uh, times a week during holidays or something. In one year, I acquired 300 new clients from that shop and their families came. And it was, so uh, they're saying, yes, do something to put food on the table and a roof over your head. But, uh, and you never know. You never know. And just as long as it's something that you love doing and you're, you know, you're not adverse to, um, and you might be just surprised who you meet. Let's go to the cards. I forgot to knock it. Let's go to the cards. Oh, gosh, I have all these uh, crystals on my deck. And this Chelsea Denae. This was the one that just fell off of its little stand. It's light blue. Um, oh. And uh, all the blue. I heard that. I heard the thump, actually. Yeah. It, yeah. It was like it was like thump. Do something yeah. that allow that allows you to look up Chelsea Denae, but uh, blue Chelsea Denae, and um, all the blues are about communication, ways that yeah. you can communicate. Uh, you know, because you're such a good communicator. Let's go to the cards and see what comes out. That was very telling. <laughs> that was just plonk. <laughs> Are you okay. saying Chelsea? Uh, I no, I don't know that stone. Chelsea, C-H-E-L? Chelsea. I think it's C-H-A-L, Chel. Okay. C-E-D-O-N-Y. Chel, or Chelsea Denae. Okay. Or Denae. Um, but the first card that comes out for you is the Wheel of Fortune. And this is, I like to call this the jackpot card. Uh, this yeah. is the card of of allowing you, allowing yourself. Uh, the more I think about it, the more I, well, the more I feel into it. I like that idea about you contacting, you know, new age shops, or even you can go in and start a conversation with someone, and um, uh, you know, and saying, um, oh, I really love your shop. You know, are you looking for anybody to work here? You know that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, sure. You know, um, it's going to come through some sort of communication. Oh my gosh! Look at this Ace of Pentacles, a new opportunity. Wow. But it's going to come in. It's going to come in uh, when you uh, see. We have to take the first step. Right. We do, we do mm-hmm. have to take the first step. And the next card for you, wow, is the Empress card. So it's, it's going to lead to the birth, birthing of something new. So I know this has sparked. I know this conversation has sparked something inside of you because I can feel the excite, excitement in you, and myself and this beautiful little blue Chelsea Denae stone uh, are excited for the next for the next step that you're going to be taking. So I hope that's helpful, Anne. Wonderful. Thank you very much. Okay, have a beautiful day, just like yourself. Take care. Bye-bye. Let's go to our next caller. Okay, if you'd like to call in for a free mini angel reading, do call in on 646-716-6794. In this order, I'll I'll take 417, then 519, sorry, 718, and 610. Uh, next caller, 417, tell everyone your name and where you're calling from. Hello, um, my name is Linda. I'm calling from Florida, and thank you for taking Hi. this call. You're welcome. I kind of needed How this. are you, Linda? Um, I'm kind of down today, and I'll explain why and see if maybe you can kind of guide me which direction. So my mother is um, 
in the hospital. She's probably at, at the end here. Um, so I live in the States. She lives in Canada, and she's made somebody else the directive, which is fine because I'm not there. Um, but it seems like more and more I'm kind of pushed away. So I'm wondering, is that really something she really wanted or is this something – because it's a complicated relationship we had over 50-some years here, but I, I don't know if this is coming from the person that's being directive or is, was it my mother's wishes to push me away or, 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 I don't know, maybe some insight to help me because all I'm feeling is is grief or pain over all this. Oh, Linda. Um, first of all, the Posse of Angels and I want you to know that this is not coming from your mother. Absolutely not. No question about it. She loves you with all of her heart, and she knows that, uh, that, uh, that this would cause you such immense, immense pain. Um, uh, the people who are looking after her, um, they're not, they're, the Posse of Angels are saying they're not malevolent and they're not cruel, uh, it's it's almost as if uh, you're not here, and we have to we have to take matters into our hands. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. So they do not they do not want, and they they understand why you why you're taking this personally because of the programming uh, that you had as a child. They know this. They know the hurt. They know the abandonment. Uh, they know that uh, the sense of worthiness or deservability uh, that wasn't there um, or developed mm-hmm. over time, um, and uh, and and I would I would love you to book a session because we will go back and we will see where this came from in order for you to see it, to experience it. We'll look in the akashic records why you chose your mother. To be, uh, why you chose this soul to be your mother, so that you could learn your lessons. A lot of those lessons were learned in, in harsh contrast, um, in order for you to to bring peace back to your life once again. Uh, but they want, they're saying in no uncertain terms, no uncertain terms. This is not coming from your mother, and uh, and you know there's there's nothing that that you did. Yeah, because little little uh, behind the scenes thing. My mother wasn't exactly a, an angel growing up, so a lot of the past is kind of feeling. Um, let's see if I can make this quick because I know you have callers. But long story short, she would have not let me know about my father when he was to the hospital and was ready to pass away. She kind of shunned me from there, disowned me. Long story short, mm. so I almost feel like the same thing is happening again and I'm just wondering you know it, it just feels like a, a repetitive story almost this but not to quite that cost. extent yeah yeah we always we and we co-create what we need to learn best and sometimes that comes in very very hard hardships and adversity uh, you need to learn to be able to detach from this um, and say that this does not have anything to do with me because anything anybody else does or says or their actions has nothing to do with us and has everything to do with them. So, uh, so this is a very powerful karmic lesson. Let's go to the cards and uh, see what comes out for our lovely Linda in Florida. Next, uh, it, this is the strength card. Uh, this is, and this, this show today... And your call is going to provide a breakthrough for you, uh, the courage and the strength to say, uh, I am a wonderful person, her, and what's going on has nothing to do with me, um, this situation. Uh, but, I, but I do accept responsibility for co-creating it, but I don't have to destroy myself over it. Um, and I can really, um, you know, I can, I can really regain, regain my my power and my authority within myself. The next is the, the Empress card. It's the card of mothering. It's the card they want you to mother and nurture yourself. You know, uh, mm-hmm. They said that, that you know, that is so important uh, for you because 
uh, that's something that uh, was denied you, and you always thought it was because you were not this or not that, uh, but it really had all to do with your mother, and it had nothing to do with you. Okay, the next card that's coming yeah. out for you is the High Priestess card. Um, they're, uh, they're patting you on the back and saying, uh, we're, not, we're, we're not telling you anything that you don't already know. Your intuition has mm-hmm. been so strong. You knew all of this all along, but they're so glad you called in today for confirmation. So I hope that's mm-hmm. been helpful. I would love to go into depth uh, more with you, um, so you can always phone Angel Healing House, um, and, okay. uh, and we will continue this. So we're sending you so much love, Linda. Thank you. Thank you very much for taking my call. I really appreciate it. I needed some kind of confirmation or something to hear. Absolutely. So you just hold on to that and know and know how blessed and looked after you are. Take care, sweetheart. All right. Thank you so much. You take care. Bye. Let's go to our next caller. Okay, that caller dropped out. Then we have this caller. 718, you're on the line with Claire Candy Hoff and Angel Healing House Blog Talk Radio. Who am I calling? Who am I speaking with? And where are you calling from? Hi, it's Stephanie from New York. How are you? Hi, Stephanie. I'm well. How are you during this eclipse season? Tired. So I actually appreciate what you said earlier. <laughs> so I, I <laughs> beg that maybe it's not me or something wrong with me that I'm so tired. But, yeah, a lot um, of times, a lot of times we take it personally, and then then Pete will say to me, "Isn't it is it energetic?" And I will, you know, tune in. I'll say, <laughs> "Yes, it's energetic." <laughs> good job, Pete. <laughs> yeah, good job, Pete. He is, but he is a Torian. He is so down to earth, methodical, organized, and he will get down to the groundedness for things. So, what's going on in your world? Um, well, you know, the job that I recently lost, they, they live, like, right near me, the Pete, the Okay, family. can I just interrupt? Can I I'll just interrupt? Yeah. Watch, watch your words. You didn't lose the job. You co-created to get out of a situation that was not respectful. Okay, that's true, because I did actually separate myself energetically before she said it verbally. So, okay. Thank okay. you. Okay. Um, but then I sort of regretted it, you know, partially because of finances, but, you know, some other reasons too. So, you know, I, I find myself being sometimes afraid to go out because I'm like, oh, I, I don't know what I would do if I ran into them. I actually did see the mom yesterday when I went out. She just sort of made this weird, I smi- I found myself smiling at her, which surprised me, but then she gave me this weird smile back, like really, uh, I don't know, it was weird, uncomfortable or fake or something, or like, you know, like she's mad at me, or I don't know, it was weird, but I don't know if like they're going to come back, if I should want them to come back, or like, I don't if there was some past <laughs> karma okay. between them, if okay, they remember. regret what they did, you kind of know the gist, I think, yeah. Okay, remember, remember, Stephanie, that what a person does has nothing to do with you. Your perception of that smile may be because of your insecurities. It may be, you know, um, she just maybe got bitten by a mosquito when she was about to smile to you, and then it looked like a smirk. Who knows? But what we, what we feel has to do with what we are holding inside. And so, uh, and our perception, it's our perceptions and attitudes which are creating our reality. So, um, uh, don't, don't allow, uh, you know, uh, those, some, and, and all of our perceptions and our, our, our attitudes are illusions. That's what they are. And so what we, need, what we need to do is to bless, to bless this person, bless the children, bless her husband, I'm so I'm so extraordinarily grateful that I had this opportunity, and um, I did I I I purposely co-created to get out of there because something better is coming along. And so when you see her, actually, what they want you to do this is interesting. They show remember E.T. Remember the movie E.T. and how he turned his heart light on. 
He turned his heart light. He turned his heart light of love on, and that's what made people and touched people's lives. So before you go out, don't be afraid ever to go out, or you're going to draw up more things to be afraid of. But they're saying before you go out, turn on your heart light. Turn on this shine inside of you of just love and appreciation and forgiveness and kindness and generosity. And then if you meet her, uh, and and then think to yourself, if I meet this person, um, I will be so blessed to meet them again because they, they gave me an opportunity of compromise so that I will never compromise my, my work ever again. So oh. turn on your... Okay. Turn on your heart light. Yeah, because I was surprised that I just found myself smiling, and I and I walked away like, no, they treated me badly. Why am I smiling? So I shouldn't feel bad about that. that was, no, that was no, absolutely. Okay, let's go to the cards and see what comes out. Um, and this, they're saying that uh, that you know your your ET light will help you to say, oh, whatever whatever I draw to myself, you know, I will be blessed with uh the for the card that's coming up for you with for you is the ace of swords this is the breakthrough that they're saying that you need to have the courage and the bravery to say i step out with the energies inside of me and if the energies inside of me are so loving and generous and kind you know then that's the that's the energies that create create my reality oh my gosh the next card is the ace of cups so fill yourself fill yourself with this overflowing you know, love and this courage to be yourself. And then the next card, oh, my gosh, is the star card. Treat yourself like the star in this scenario, which uh, is just uh, is just who you are and this beautiful shining. Now, I was speaking about turning on our heart's light, and the star is that beautiful light that's coming out of you. So I hope that's been helpful. They're saying it will be helpful when you go out and you won't be ever afraid to go out again. Okay. Thank you. Okay. You look after yourself, beautiful. Take care. Thank you so much, Ethan. Bye. Bye. Let's go to our next caller, 610. You're on the line with Claire Candy. How who am I speaking with? Hi, Claire Candy. It's Regina. How are you? I'm very well, Regina, and it's your lucky day today because I only have two and a half minutes to go, so I will call you offline and we will speak. Great. Thank you. Lovely. I'll call you after the show, and, uh, and I look forward to speaking to you again. Okay. Take care, sweetheart. Speak to you soon. Bye. And that just about wraps the show for today. If you, if I have several callers, uh, actually only two callers. Uh, dropped off the line. If you are able to get on the line today, uh, do remember that Angel Healing House Blog Talk Radio is every week on Thursdays at 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, and every week I give out free mini angel readings. If you would like to book a personal reading in depth, uh, find out direction, clarity, find out about uh, why you wrote certain people into your lives, we'll go, we go into the Akashic Records if you'd like past life clearings and ancestral healings to get rid of those blockages and get rid of those sabotaging things that are stopping you from living the most extraordinary uh, dream-fulfilled life that you could ever wish for, do go to my website, which is angelhealinghouse.com. You can phone Angel Healing House on 831-277-3700. One six, and remember that's Pacific Standard Time uh, in in uh, Los Angeles, California. If you're interested in my books, uh, my award-winning number one Amazon International bestsellers, please do go to my website, which is angelhealinghouse.com. You can purchase them on Amazon or also as audio books on Audible. And um, I want each and every one of you to go out and fashion an absolutely beautiful life for yourself. Stay, stay, stay safe during this eclipse season if you even have to lay low. And uh, know that after we get through this, uh, at the end of May, things will get brighter. I'm wishing you love and 
so many angel blessings, and I look forward to speaking with you again next week. Take care, everyone. Bye. Thank you.